This is Analog Spectrum. What a dumpster fire sounds like. O-N. O-N on, baby. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Tony, and I'm with Doug, and this is Analog Spectrum, and we have nothing planned for this podcast. This one, we're calling HodgePodge. We're calling it HodgePodge. Which, yeah. And let's go in right now. Let's talk about, for the next 15 minutes, how HodgePodge is one of my favorite words. Okay. Now, Can you spell it? <laughs> H-O-D-G-E-F-O-D-G-E. Uh, <laughs> so, no, yeah. uh, we, we did think it would be interesting to talk about uh, about what we have going on in our life right now. I have a couple ideas of things I'd like to talk about, and right. Doug has a couple ideas. Yeah, so. and my ideas first, I want to talk about the police. <laughs> the police. God, okay. <laughs> Fucking, they're great, all right? Yay. I reference every police and how the Beatles aren't great. And yeah. Rush is awesome. And yeah. Neil Young. Neil Young can, can go piss up a rope. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and we're going to be very controversial. A lot yeah, of, I'm sure. A lot, a lot of bad language right out of the game <clears throat> today. Now, uh, and, and I think about like what's going on in my life, what I'm willing to talk about. And what I and what I mean by that is, you know, I, I work, I have a job. It's not that exciting. Uh, <laughs> but I have had some interesting things happen recently in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so would you like me, me to start or do you have anything you want to discuss some initially? Um, or what are your thoughts? No, I got whatever. Yeah, go. OK, so, go. so I'll chime in. Yeah. I'll just interrupt you frequently and uh, yeah, make yeah. comments and I, ask questions. I'd like that. Okay. I like that a lot. OK, shut up. <laughs> well, recently I got back from uh, from Utah. Me and some friends uh, went to Utah. Oh, I recently got COVID. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. We had to delay our recording of this podcast because, because of I had COVID. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't want your junk. You know, I, I, well, I'm worried about that. You Why? Know? Well, I don't know. I don't want to give you COVID. I feel guilty about <laughs> well, it. I've had it a couple times. I don't care. I'm kind of cutting to the, I'm kind of cutting to the, the uh, you know, kind of the chase here. Uh, but uh, mm. no, uh, I, I got back from, from Utah and, uh, and came back with, uh, with, well, one of the one of the individuals, and they may be listening. Uh, uh, she ended up getting it while we were there. I will tell you when we were in Utah. Let's go and go right back to the. To the oh beginning. my God! Let's 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 do this. You're a really shitty storyteller right now. I am. I'm usually not though. Usually yeah. I'm pretty good go. at this. Okay. So as everyone knows, I ride bikes. I mm-hmm. ride bicycles, and Tony cruises his ten speed. I do just just like <laughs> uh just like you know breaking away and. Yes. Uh, you know, going back maybe like eight, ten months, a year ago, you know, I, I committed to uh, two events this summer, one of them being the, the ride in Wichita Falls, the Hot and Hell, 100-mile bike ride. And the second one was uh, to uh, go with some friends uh, and uh, and do a ride in Utah, Moab. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I probably what I guess, you know, about uh, three weeks ago, I went to Utah. My wife was able to, we, she had planned to go with me, but she wasn't able to go with me for, for work-related reasons. So I went by myself, drove up there, got my truck, went up there. And uh, and it was just like five or six days of insane kind of, it was kind of craziness. And, uh, and the reason it was crazy was it was just go, 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 just nonstop. Okay. But, uh, so not really a vacation. Well, you know, we did. It, the, the, and I know the people that are that I was with may listen to this, but man, they were really going. Like they were really going. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, uh, they they wanted the days we weren't riding bikes. We were at national parks, which there's plenty of national parks up there. By the way, uh, Moab, beautiful bucket list. Yeah, have you been? Mm-mm. No, it's beautiful. I mean, there's Arches, the national park there, and mm-hmm. Canyonlands, and a bunch of state parks there. I think Dead Horse State Park, and. Uh, 
Candylands, I, I wasn't expecting much, but it is it is comparable. No, not across the board, but comparable like the Grand Canyon. It's okay. got that kind of mm. kind of beauty. But so the two bike rides, <laughs> the two the, we were going to do two bike rides. And if you're listening, guys, you know I'm you know I'm let's stop t- making t- excuses. I'm tell like it, it tell like it is. Okay, so <laughs> the 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 uh, the first. So we got there. We you know we. Uh, you know, we, we had our first day. I can't, we didn't do a whole lot the first day, but we got there, you know, like maybe like I got there like at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Next morning, I think, I want to say like the next morning we got up, got our packets, just kind of hung around in Moab. Oh, was it, this an organized ride? It wasn't yes, it just was. you guys? It was okay, organized. I yeah, so, it was so, you guys so, just going. It was, called, it was called the Moab. It was uh, the name of the organization, Skinny Tires. Okay. Uh, you can Google it. Uh, they, they do all kinds of rides up there, but you could sign up for different stuff. But okay. one of the things you could sign up for was like a 100-mile bike ride the first day, 60 miles the second day. Okay. And there was significant elevation change on each ride right okay. and so back when you signed up for like for 12, 12 months ago i'm thinking oh you know i'm you know you, i'll every, train oh sure everything will be great you know I'm, i know exactly what i'm doing so yeah. i signed up for the century for the first day second day after sign up you, you you had no choice you had to do a 65 mile ride the second day mm-hmm. and uh, and i was uh <laughs> so i was like uh when i got there you know i didn't feel really trained up to do 100 so i said Look, we'll do i'll do just do 60 and the 60 mile ride was a climb uh, 18 mile uphill climb to Dead Dead Horse State Park, mm-hmm. and uh, and the ride itself, like, it's almost like uh, you, you know you live in Texas and there's a hill in your backyard and you climb up that hill every day thinking, no, I, I'm pretty sure I can get ready for Everest even though I've never seen a picture of Everest, mm-hmm. and then you show up at Everest and you're like, wow, you know, it's I have than I thought I have climbed a hill every day <clears> so I should be okay. Mm-hmm. And you're woefully unprepared, right? Mm-hmm. But there, but I because I had trained, you know, that first day, 18 miles climbing, beautiful, beautiful. But uh, but it's almost like if you go to the gym, you get the you get the quad extension machine, mm-hmm. and you just put that kind of on a mildly, uh, you know, just a little bit of resistance, mm-hmm. and you just do extensions, uh, you know, about maybe like 70 a minute for like three or four hours. You know what I mean? It's gonna wear you out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So, so we did the climb. It was like it was like thirty five hundred feet all climb, and then we rode back down. And I remember like getting back to because they had like a little meal for us to eat at the bottom, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody was like, "God, Tony, really, really quiet." And and I I just didn't know how to say like, "Yeah, I'm not doing the, the ride tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just not. I mean, I am. I'm not doing it." And and. I, I and there are definitely individuals that, that were with me that probably could have done the ride, you uh-huh, know, uh-huh. but uh, but they they were kind of you know they and they were fine, you know, right. you know they they weren't they weren't you know mean or anything like that though, but I think they may have been a little disappointed. But I was like, look, man, I hate to be a you know I hate to be that guy, but I'm not freaking I'm, I'm not, being that I'm guy. not doing yeah I'm not doing mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, only because I because the, the ride on the second day uh, was. Was uh, about I think it was about the same length of time, like eighteen miles. Distance like eighteen miles, but it was like twice the climb. So mm. rather than being like thirty five hundred feet, it was like it's brutal. It was like six thousand feet. Yeah, and that's a lot, right? And uh, but it seemed like as as everything kind of settled in, everybody was on the same page. Like everybody was like, "No, you're right." And so we'll just use you as an excuse, Tony. That's great. Yeah, thank you. Well, and it's funny because usually they would. Usually, if and these are not and just like you and me. Mm. If if uh, if they wanted, they would beat me up if I if they were like you know you you know they would make fun of me it would right, it would right. it'd be all in good fun right, right. but there, there wasn't anything I think we were all very we but the next day we're kind of like all right this this is probably the right decision mm-hmm. and but we went and drove the uh, the route like mm-hmm. the next day we got up and we did you get out. tired driving. <laughs> no uh, but but it it was like when we were driving it it 
clearly was the right decision. Okay. Like it was clearly like like there was like you would come you would climb up a top of a hill and you're like, oh my gosh, I need carabiners and rope, you know, and, yeah. <laughs> and an ice axe. I mean, some of the some of the 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 climbs were I can't even do them justice. They were insane. They were mm. like insane. And and uh, even though when we started the drive, we were we were all that was probably the right decision. By the end, you know, like me and especially my 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 good friend uh, who you know I've been with, both of us were like, like like I'm not too sure if uh, if this is something I'm never going to do, mm. or if this is like a white whale thing, right? You know what I mean? Like like, and if there's a white whale, it's a pretty chintzy white whale, mm-hmm. you know, because like a white whale would be like a ride in France, like mm-hmm. you know Alp d'Huez or something like that that they ride on the Tour de France. This is just some. You know, random climb in Utah, right. but it was just shocking. But mm. anyway, the whole the whole experience itself, we you know we we did do a couple, we did do another bike ride there, but it was flat and it was a lot of fun, and we did a lot of hiking and canyon Canyonlands. Oh my gosh, mm, awesome, awesome, yeah. And yeah, no, I, I want to go there for photography. Um, uh, I, I'm just always worried it. about the flash flood stuff, though. You know, because <laughs> you never know it's coming. They do talk about that. Yeah, like everywhere you go, it, it can it can rain. 150 yeah. miles away, and you never know that that flood's coming. Anymore. Yeah, they they well, it depends on where you are. <laughs> I know, like, in, well, Canyonlands isn't an issue because mm. uh, you're always on the up on the rim. You know, mm. there is you can go down into the canyon, right? Or uh, the canyons, but uh, but if you're just driving like your regular, right. you know, you're up top, up high. Uh, arches, yeah, that they they say, but but for the most part, they're they they don't ever say like you don't know it's coming, but they're they kind of present it in a way like you, you can. You get the hell out if you need to. Okay. Just do, but but yeah. but I'm sure there's all kinds of areas where you could go, and you would be you would be screwed. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, beautiful, uh, lots of cool hikes. But then when we were there, like the last day, oh oh, in oh, Moab itself, the town itself, mm-hmm. uh, very touristy but very nice. You know, it's yeah. probably like a place like Taos. Yeah, yeah. Al, you know, what is that? Uh, Aspen. Tell, tell you ride. Yeah, it's like, like that. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, but when we were there, it was very, too, you know, like we had to go to the grocery store a couple of times, you know, mm-hmm. we, we didn't buy a whole lot of groceries, just go every couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I know damn good. And well, more than likely I probably caught it at the grocery store too, because mm-hmm. it was just a zoo. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, you know, post-apocalypse or, uh, the apocalypse is coming type thing. Right. right. Totally. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, and, and, you know, you and I have done lots of long drives. It was kind of a cool long drive. Yeah, cool. I, uh, I got up, I think, what did I do? <laughs> It was kind of funny. I, I won't. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know who's listening to this, but you know, I, I decided to do the drive like in two days. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and so up there going two days, I I went to like Albuquerque and I stayed overnight in Albuquerque. Surprisingly nice. I yeah. mean, like the place I stayed. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I stayed yeah. kind of uh, in uh, east of little little town east of Albuquerque, not that far outside of Albuquerque. Uh, grabbed a pizza at the pizza barn. Uh, props to the pizza barn. Damn good pizza. Nice. Best damn pizza I ha- I've ever had in Albuquerque. It was actually really good. Cool. And uh, got a little personal pan and a uh, little personal pan action. And mm-hmm. and uh, and then, but on the way back, I was like, well, I need a comparable place to stop on the way back. And I said, well, the only place I got is like Lubbock, Texas. And, okay. And so <laughs> I shit in Lubbock, so, man. Dude, dude, I, and so I, one of the, one of the, one of my. Uh, friends that I work with, he's he spent a lot of time in Lubbock, and uh, and so I shot him a text, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna be in Lubbock, to, I'm gonna sp- spend the night in Lubbock, you know, and, and my, I had got a hotel, hotels.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, my whole plan was like to roll in there, park the car, not even take anything out, walk to the room, sleep for eight hours, get up, haul ass, mm-hmm. right? 
And uh, I was even planning on leaving like at midnight, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I text him and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Lubbock. And he like sends me like, well, make sure while you're there, you go to the zoo, you know. <laughs> and I think I think you can catch a symphony. I'm uh-huh. just thinking, I, I'm not doing any. I'm yeah. not doing, you know, I'm not texting him back. I'm not doing any of that shit. I just want to <laughs> let you know that, <laughs> that I was going to be in Lubbock. Right. You know, I'm not going to go like and I'm not going to catch a ball game. Right. You know, but uh, but yeah, Lubbock was a, was a treat. And, yeah. I, and I did get up like it. I did get up. I did like that whole. Getting up at like uh, midnight and driving from midnight to uh, to like seven in the morning just to get home. Yeah, well, that's and, tough because you're you're going through a. It's all rural. Oh, know? it was rough. Yeah. you should see the front of my truck right now. It looks like it, it looks like a just nothing but bucks. Yeah. Okay, phenomenon for you. I want to see if you've ever had this happen to you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're out in the middle of like nowhere. You're driving down some country ass road uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And you come across like uh, like and, and it's it's three o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning, right? And you come across one of these, like, it's one lane for an extended period, and they put up one of these, like, stoplights. Traffic lights, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. traffic light, and it's red, Mm -hmm. right? And you stop, and you're like, that son of a bitch stays red Mm -hmm. way too long. Mm -hmm. You're thinking it's broken. Yeah. That happened to me. You ever had that happen to you? Uh, All the time. I Uh, hate that. It happens. They're they're doing a, a bridge on my way home. Right. And they have one of those up, so they don't have to have a dude with a flag out there twenty four seven. Right. Yeah, it seems like it seems like they didn't. They the didn't timing, your car. They yeah, didn't. the timing is 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 off. Yeah. I I, I sat I, there for. I, I may have only been like. I'm sure it's scientific. <laughs> I'm sure there's technology. <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff. a guy that programs it to go there's, like okay. Yeah, like we're yeah. how are we going to mess with these people? Yeah. But but I. I wanted to get home, you know, and... No, tell me you ran it. No, I didn't, but I thought about it. The uh-huh. two things I did was I thought about running it, and I also... And I'm glad I didn't, uh, because a truck did come up the other way, uh, like an 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. And I also had my my Garmin out. Not my Garmin, but my Google Maps, and I was mm-hmm. like, how can I... How can I get around it? How can thing? I get around it? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, but by the, I just... You know, somebody pulled it behind me, a truck pulled it behind me, and I thought, well, you know... If he's, you know, whatever, so whatever's going to happen, gonna happen. We'll, we'll be, we'll be dumb enough to wait together. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure the truck, you know, he's a truck driver. You yeah. Know, I'll, I'll let him go first. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but, uh well, I, I, it's something interesting happened to me yesterday, which, um, I don't right. know if you're going to find this interesting or not, but, uh, uh, <laughs> last, well, I just got cable. Okay. Uh, I moved into my new house and so I was without any sort of internet connection or anything for almost a week and I thought it was great. I actually enjoyed that. Uh, you're off the grid. Off the grid. Yeah. Nice. It was good. But uh, the grid came back, and um, I, for I, don't ask me why, but um, when I hooked my Roku and stuff back up, it uh-huh. remembered that I had watched part of um, Richard Pryor. Yeah, in, in concert, Richard Pryor in concert, whatever. Nineteen seventy-eight or something. Allow me to interject. Or do, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have cable, or do you have internet, or do you have do you actually have a cable TV? No, I have just the internet. Okay, I just use you, a Roku, yeah. Yeah, when you mentioned cable, I was like... Oh, know. sorry, that's a legacy language <laughs> that I'm hanging on to. I don't know why. <laughs> when I'm, when, when, you know, want to uh, get my dang dial up. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, anyway. I'm going to get on that internet. You even get on the webs. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so um, yeah, I just flipped on the TV and whatever, and I hadn't watched it in weeks, really, right. between moving and stuff. But then I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I was watching. I only got like 10 minutes into it uh-huh. um, when I when I had watched it. And so uh, I, I watched it. I watched Rich Pryor live in concert and whatever that was, about 1978 or 79, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, I laughed my ass off, man. It was funny as hell. Right. And then so the next night I sit down um, and it 
it suggests that I watch Eddie Murphy Raw. Wow. And I remember going to the movies to watch Eddie Murphy Raw. I saw that on the big screen. Right. Uh, and I just I was in stitches. I couldn't sit through it. It was really? terrible. Really? Yeah. And you know what I think it is, is I think that he, well, he even says in there he idolized Richard Pryor. Right. But I think the level of, of comedy is not even close. Like Richard Pryor was legitimately like, he's like Seinfeld, you know, his observational comedy. Sure. It's it Everybody can relate to it because right. it's just funny, you know. But Eddie Murphy, like, writes jokes. Like he sets up situations and writes jokes. And right. to me that felt like super stale compared. And I was very shocked because I remember I have super fond memories of that film. Right. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. I was very disappointed. Eddie Murphy, Raw. You know, uh, the one thing I think I remember about Raw is where he, he was talking about how Bill Bill Cosby was giving him a rash. Oh, yeah. For And he said he called Richard Richard Pryor about yeah. it. Richard Pryor told him, <laughs> tell Bill Cosby to have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. That was like, and again, yeah, there were, yeah. There, there were moments that were good, but I remember it way better yeah. than, than what it actually was in retrospect. I, I got to tell you, I was talking to my brother a long time ago, and we were actually talking about. And, and my brother, you know, uh, you know, he he he's probably a little bit more introspective and also kind of more analytical. Uh, and, I, I, and I don't know really what it's such so long ago. I don't know what where this conversation came from, but but I think, and I'm pretty sure it was my brother. But but he was somehow we got up on the the topic about how comedy has changed, and there was a time when comedy was was kind of story based mm-hmm. and now it really is just like like one yeah like one, one joke di- after another yeah yeah uh, well because it's harder isn't it to do the story stuff i mean it's it's you gotta weave so. all that stuff together yeah. and and i think it's it's a lot more challenging well i think i, I, I don't know do people have the patience to listen to that anymore i mean i do, don't know i mean just like i found when you watch older movies like funny games that struck right. me uh when when we had watched that together or you know for our other podcast um the pacing of the film is it's such that you can't slow. Yeah, it's slow. It, right. the, the, the development of the story and stuff is slow compared to nowadays. It's like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's right. and it's. I don't know. I mean, I, I find we live in a TikTok world. Yeah, and and I find enjoyment in both. I really do. Um, but if it's gonna be slow, it better freaking be good. You know, right. that's how I see it. But yeah. that's why I like a lot of old cowboy movies and stuff because they they did do that and they did it well. They they developed characters slowly, but they did do it really well. I, I think if things happen well, I back on the comedy. I I think if the comedy is good, then I, like I, I can think about there's a few recent uh, com, well, let's say recent two thousands two thousand ten two thousand eleven. Like all that twenty years old. Anyway. Yeah, two thousand ten two thousand. I feel like I can look. I, I you know again I'm, I'm totally unprepared. We're, yes, we're, we're by, <laughs> this is prepared. Well, there there's a. One of my favorite com- comedians is uh, is uh, Joe DeRosa right now, and probably people have never heard of him, uh, but he tells stories, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's got I think he's got uh, uh, the Depression Auction was like his first album. He's got Son of the Depression Auction, who, who I don't know what it means, uh, but uh, that guy's but, funny though. What's that? That guy's funny. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. He's he said something once, and I thought, oh my god, that is so insightful. And he's talking about social media, and he's like, yeah, all of a sudden everybody's got a voice. Yeah, I know, I know. Everybody doesn't need a voice. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. you know, that's very true. I, I love how he says. Uh, 
he says, yeah, there was a time back, there was a time if you were upset at somebody, it like took work to like write a yeah, letter, exactly. you know, and you could sit there and, you know, you, by the time you had to go buy a stamp, you know, yeah, and he goes, yeah. but you had to go buy, you buy some stationery. He goes, by the time you were, you were, you were like about ready to sit down and write, you're like, what am I even doing? I'm not even pissed yeah, anymore. I'm over and it, now, yeah. now like some guy is like, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, at work, Flaming and the guy's like, uh, "All right, you need me to get to me in that meeting. You know, I'll be there for you, boss. Don't worry. What do you, uh, you know, Joe Rosa, your comedy shit, you suck, send. You know, yeah. you bet I'm in the meeting in interview. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's it's clever as shit. And, yeah, you know, and, it's true. Uh, but uh, but he he tells uh, he tells stories that are uh, that like you know a lot of times like he like he tells this one where he goes to watch a a movie and there's two teenagers in there and. Uh, and they're talking, and it's just annoying the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's freak, and it's a story, so it's, but right, it's very right, funny, right. you know. I, I, and and I like some of the older Patton Oswalt. I think he, he kind of does the same thing. He tells stories. Oh, I can't stand that guy, man. Yeah, I, well, he he's 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 overly political right now. Mm-hmm. But some of his yeah. early stuff is, I, is very but good. I've, I've never I've never actually liked. Oh, really? Any yeah. of his stuff? Yeah, this, yeah. Not well, just me, but he tell he tells a story. One of my favorite things he he tells a story about how when he's in he's in a uh, college and. And he uh, and he he's talking to the the professor about uh, about uh, it's a Star Wars uh, story, you know, mm-hmm. Star Trek, and uh, and it's a long story. It's funny, uh, but yeah, I think a lot of times people just tell. Jo- I mean, they're just yeah. telling you know joke one joke after another. After another. Uh, I think being a stand-up com- comedian is hard. Oh Jesus, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because I it, it's one of the things in our political climate now that comedy is getting beat up on a lot you yeah. know because the it to to really be funny there has to be an element of truth in there right you know that's what makes it funny and right. if you listen to some of that richard Pryor stuff he was he was no holds barred man he made right. fun of everything and anything and um yeah he's he's yeah, yeah. I, i'm not even gonna get into it because i'll get myself in trouble but sure um yeah no it's good well, so I, I, anyway that whole experience surprised me because i was not expecting to not enjoy the eddie murphy thing yeah. and, and i was i was like wow yeah, that's weird. Maybe just I'm an old fart. Now. I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah. You know, because I did. I remember. I remember as a kid when we, when I'd watch it, it, felt like we were doing something wrong. It'd be like HBO. Yeah. would be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, but, I literally, I I went into the movies. My brother took me, and we went to see it in the movies. And I raw. just thought, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was freaking awesome. But, yeah. Well, and, and, and look at it now, I'm like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy's a, a lot to unpack, man. Yeah. Because you know. He made some great movies, though. He did. Yeah, he had some great movies. But, you know, I, I wonder how well, I haven't watched Beverly Hills Cop in forever. How well has that aged? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I remember 48 Hours. I loved 48 yeah, Hours. Yeah, 48 Hours were great. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but, uh, but as far as current uh, com- uh, comedians, I mean, I'm right there with like Bill Burr. I love him. <sighs> Bill Burr is like, he's my hero, dude. He, he is. is so damn you know, funny. It's, it's funny, but just the way he says stuff is, I mean, it's. It's funny already, yes. you know, and then with that Boston, yeah, I know, that, yeah, that, that staccato yeah, Boston, yeah. like, like, like a cranky old white guy thing. Oh, my, he, I, there's one uh, routine he does where he talks about uh, it's never okay to hit a woman. Oh, that is, it's it, to the it, top of the charts. It's, it's so, it, yeah. but, but again, uh, it's you know, it's obviously not a funny topic, but yeah, 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 but, but he makes said, it funny, yeah, but. But even the things he kind of is observational humor is yeah. funny, but then it goes like to the next level, like where where he, you know you just but yeah I'm laughing just thinking about it right yeah, now. Yeah, he attacks social norms and all that stuff. And yeah, it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like and it. uh, and also you, you uh, uh, 
you know, I know Joe Rogan is super popular, but I've heard some of his comedy and it was pretty funny. Yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really listened to him anything, yeah. not podcast, not comedy, not nothing. I, I don't know, dude. I, something happened to me. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> no, I, I get, you know, it's ever since we've known each other, I've been relatively like anti-popularism. Sure. You know? Okay. And, and and I think that stems from my belief that most people are sheep when you get them in large groups. Right. I I, I say this about England all the time, and, and this is the vein that I'm talking about, is I liked every individual that I met when I lived in England, but I hated the English. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like when you get them in groups, they're even more sheepish than we are. Sure. Uh, that's how I felt anyway. But then when you sit down and have a cup of coffee with somebody, they're nice people. I right. enjoyed every one of them individually that I met for the most part, you know. Right. But, um, boy, when you get them in throngs of people on the underground or whatever, oh, man, it was terrible. I hated it. But so anyway, so, yeah, go. I was going to say, to unpack what you're saying about, like, not liking popularism. And you, and you think that's transition? Do you think you're still that way? I think I'm worse. Really? Yeah. I, the way I kind of, and, and I've never thought about it, but so I'm, this is kind of saying it as it's kind of coming to me. Uh, there, there are things that are popular, and I understand why they're popular. You uh -huh. know, well, we're talking about Bill Burr, for uh -huh. example. I mean, right. he's popular, and uh -huh. I get it. You know, yeah. And uh, there's other things that are, and, I, and this is going to sound so contrived now that's coming out of my mouth. Uh, there's things that are that are popular, and I don't freaking get it, man. I mean, mm. I mean, like the Kardashians. What Same. in the hell? I mean, I don't understand the draw. I, I do not get it, or, or any of these Real Housewives or whatever. Mm. I mean, I guess people like to bathe in the cringe, but I can't watch I it. You know? I don't think it's that though. I think what is it? I think it's I think it's escapism, kind of. Don't you think? Like I guess they're they're, they're leaving their own miserable lives for a short period of time and. Yeah, and, but these people. But all you're seeing is that uh, maybe that's it. Maybe they can actually see people. They do you uh, think? Do you think it started maybe with like uh, Robin Leach and the rich lifestyle famous, cribs and yeah. all that kind of stuff? I think people like to. I think, I think people like to see how the rich. Well, it's always been that way with Hollywood. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like people mm -hmm. like will buy magazines with talking about how Cary Grant. You yeah. Know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I think people have always kind of wondered about that, and and we're able to get very close to them, but I. I guess what bothers me about more than and and you know they and they have their own problems even though they're you know they're bullshit but mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> money can't buy happiness whatever right but uh, but I think what bothers me about it like you look like the Kardashians as an example I have nothing against them personally but but they 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 make nothing you know what I mean they're yeah they produce zero they produce zero you yeah. know and to me you know uh, it it's a it's it to me that's very I mean I, I believe. I believe that people should get ahead on their own merits. You know, they, mm -hmm. if they if they produce something or they're capable, if, they're, mm -hmm. if you're a great actor, like truthfully, like like even like you know pop music, which I don't like. Hey, if if you're if you're mm -hmm. making a product, product mm -hmm. and people are willing to buy it, mm -hmm. and you make you make well, a, that's essentially what the Kardashians are doing, right? I guess they're initially. not in it alone for right. sure. But <laughs> I just yeah, but Kim, that's Kim made a porn. I yeah. mean, I mean, so I mean, <laughs> but, lots but of women, where, lots of women, you know, make porn. Yeah. What what you know, what made her so special? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't even know I don't who know. that I is. I, who uh, Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know she yeah. made porn. Well, no, she I, made one. I guess she made a sex tape. And again, this is... Okay. I, have this, I have to... Oh, this is a hodgepodge. <laughs> this is a hodgepodge. Well, is it and just, that's what but, I said. Oh, my is, God. Yeah. So I'm, this is where I was going with this discussion is that, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I've gotten to the point where I've gone beyond, like, oh, it's popular and all of that. And like you say, as soon as I, I uh, 
absorb some of it and go, oh, I don't get it. I used to go like, eh, okay, I don't get it, um, but I'll let it be. And now I, it actually repulses me now. Now okay. I'm like, I, I refuse to spend any time, money, or energy um, absorbing any of the content that they create or, um, I don't know. It's like, for example, um, uh-oh, oh my gosh. the dog is back. I picked up the dog. The dog is back. Um, what was that popular HBO series about the medieval times oh uh game of thrones game of thrones never watched a single episode never cared uh whatever right and it was all the way right and then so for this podcast you gave me your hbo login stuff and we watched oh that berry thing i started to watch i started to watch it right i watched watched three well i I couldn't get through the third one without i can't believe you don't like that i don't get why you don't like that it's so good i'll explain it to you i don't want you to explain it to me totally oh oh that's right i forgot that the the music of the police in there (laughs) (laughs) it is a great show doug it's a terrible show you don't freaking know what you're talking about so contrived it's not contrived oh my god Unique and original. You you have not given it a chance. I would not lie to you. I predicted almost every single move that was happening. Oh bullshit! Ask my wife. I swear to God, she's sitting next to me. And I said, "Okay, watch. This is what's going to happen." He's going to walk in the room because he was standing outside the room, Doug. It's not that hard. You're such an idiot. I predicted every plot twist in that stupid thing. No, shut up. You did not. That's a great. I did. Ask my wife. Ask her. Oh, I'm going to ask your wife. Get her on the phone right now. I'm not doing it. <laughs> that is actually a great and, and again I get and okay let's talk about that for a minute oh, for one for one for one fuck you <laughs> <laughs> okay discussion over no no the, the, if you would give it a chance how much of a chance do I gotta give I don't I'm on know. my third episode I just and it's like I, I, the, I find the, the characters awful why? Just I'm plastic. not gonna say they're likable. Plastic, total plastic, plastic. He's so it's a, he's a, the main character is very he's 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 a sociopath, but he's like an unhappy sociopath. You never see unhappy happy sociopaths. There you go, unique. Okay, great. But I th- don't give a, a shit about the character. I, I think he's a. I don't uh, think the acting is good. I, the only thing that I actually like about it uh-huh. is the camera work. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> All right. That's well, the only thing I liked about. I think it. if you ever gave it a chance. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I do. I, don't. I do appreciate like when a show is like, like again. I think there's there's movies out there that are not great movies, not great, great, but I still like them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think there's stuff out there that's that's good, like really good. And I think, that especially when like that show is like, in, in, and man, we are really going off the rails here. No, it's not like it's not like season three or season four or something like that. It gets good. I mean, it gets well. So people said that people said that very same thing about. Um, What's the one? Uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I think it got worse as it went along. It got worse and worse. Uh, the first season I thought was pretty good, and it got worse after that. I, I didn't even finish it. I got so disinterested. Oh, man, after too bad. The, after the point where the, he flings the pizza on the roof or something, whatever, that's kind of the last huh. memory I have of that. I Everything love that else show. is just like, got awful, man. So. I, I think, to me, Breaking Bad kind of lost some focus for a bit, but I, I do think uh, it's got probably one of the best finales I've ever seen. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, so I'll miss it. <laughs> eh. well, yeah, whatever. I know, so, like, it doesn't bother you're me. You're so cynical. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that. It, oh, and on the game of phone saying, that's kind of what I was talking about yeah. is in that there's things out there that, cause I, because I did watch Game of Thrones 
And so uh, here's here's one difference I'm going to point out between you and I. Even if it sucks, you'll still watch it. I won't. I'm like, screw you know, that. I'm not going to spend my time. I got uh, other shit I'd rather do. Uh, I don't know. I, okay, and, and I'm, I'm going to disagree. Hmm. In that, if it sucks, I won't watch it. Okay, okay. but uh, but I, but I will watch it even if it's popular. Okay, uh, you yeah, know, like like, and and, 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 and uh, as far as things sucking <laughs> goes, okay. I'll, uh, now because you mentioned that, now I'm thinking through some shit I've watched in my head. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's garbage. And I watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but 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 I but I wouldn't say like Game of Thrones sucked. I mean, well, no, I wouldn't say that it sucked either. Because I mean, I know the production value was real good on that. And yeah, it was well, some of it was well. well there, uh, it, you know, that show it's such a hard one. I mean, uh, it, it's that's because the last season, well. <laughs> We're not gonna have a Game of Thrones episode here, but uh, we won't because I won't participate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doug is walking out of the room. I'm, see the, you later. The the, uh, the the first few seasons of Game of Thrones was was you know a very slow, slowly developing kind of a lot of lot of plot, a lot of character development, and then they were like, okay, we're like, I forget what season seven, season eight, whatever. And they're like, okay, we got to did that many. Yeah, and oh, then, and then they got like we got to close the book on this, and so so they had did all this kind of slow, you know, very. Uh, detailed, very interesting, very multi-layered characters. A lot of mm-hmm. you know, people would get close to certain things and they would kill off characters mm-hmm. and, and so forth. And you're kind of like, wow, you know what's going to happen? And then like the last season, not only was it very badly written, it just was like you know they had like eight episodes and, you're, and all that you know um, work to build what they had built, and they just kind of pissed all over it. Yeah, it pissed all over it. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And that's why. Whatever I don't know. This all started off. We were talking about popularism and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just I've just learned over the course of time, if something gets super popular super fast, I'm probably not going to like it. And, mm. and the reason I think that is is that I value different things than the the general population. Right. You know, the same you brought it up earlier. Pop music, most of it sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that made me think about something else. Let's left turn right now. Um, I I kind of don't want to leave this quite yet though because I'd have thought. Oh, go thought. No, no. I was just going to say. I think because I'm going to change direction. Completely. No, no, no. That's why I want to stop just before we get off this. Yeah. Uh, I do think that's something that, that makes us different. Is that uh, I, I I like to think that I'm self aware enough to know that what I'm watching is not good, but it's just it, I just need to or or it's it's not uh, it's not high art, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but but it's it's going to get me to the point where it's going to be nine o'clock and I'm going to go to bed. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't want yeah. anything else. And I, and I don't think I, I don't think you'll 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 go down that hole. I won't. No. Yeah. I, I'll, but but uh, my but, wife hates it, man. Because I'll just walk out. I'll yeah. just like she'll be watch because she, she'll do the same thing you. You like she'll watch through. It. Right. I mean, shit. Uh, Gilmore Girls or yeah. um, well, no. Hang on. Let me just say Gilmore <laughs> Girls. And I, I got a lot of good things to say about Gilmore Girls. I do. Uh, that show, the production was amazing. On that show, they nailed that whole like sing-song dialogue thing that, that got uh-huh. really popular as well in um, the hospital one. What's the one with the, the nurses? Uh, you mean the Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. That same that 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 cadence of the dialogue is perfected in uh-huh. Gilmore Girls. I mean, it is perfected. And it's cheesy. It's cheesy on purpose. You know, sure. it's the dreamy, cheesy stuff. But my wife has watched every episode numerous times. So she she has the ability to put that on and use it as background noise and then work. And right. I can't do that. I, I, I'm, I need to pay attention to it or shut it off. Right. And then so if I'm watching it and it's bad, I'll just leave. And that annoys the shit out of her. I know it does. Right. Because uh, I just don't. I, I got something else to do, well, man. I can't. I, it's like it's something that really gets inside of me and. 
it eats me up and I just like, ah, no, yeah, I can't my, do it. My wife was watches a lot of shows that are uh, like she's like right now her thing is Vanderpump Rules and I'm, I won't watch that. You I know? don't even know what they're doing. Uh, I, it. I think it's, I, and I don't really know the details of it, but I think it's a, they get one of those real housewives of whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one of the characters on that, they. Oh, just, like a spin off. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's not, there's no way. But, but, uh, and I think it's funny that you're like, I refuse to watch any of that stuff. But Gilmore Girls, I'm thinking, okay. But, uh, no, I don't watch Gilmore Girls. It's right. on right. because my wife will watch it and work on her laptop and stuff. And, of course, yeah. I'm in the house, so I see it. But sure. I will say that, um, yeah, that's, I mean, I watch it and I look at it and go like, man, that's tight. It's tight. Their right. production is good, man. Those people are professionals that made that. It's not like cheesy hack together. Interesting. But yeah. But but I, I think uh, I think I'm usually aware of that what I'm watching. But 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 to be clear, I mean I'm selective. Yeah, but, understood. But, yeah. yeah, but but I mean if you make an ill-chosen uh, watch, you know, you just go to watch something and it's like I will finish it. It's not terrible, but right. it's not good. It's right. just like kind of eh. You'll finish it. And sure. I, I absolutely won't. I'm like eh. So yeah, I mean, next, I mean, next. I mean, it's an example. I've like be. we talked about before. And I think both of you and I like watch like. The British Bake Off, <coughs> you know, which is. Did you watch the kid one, by the way? I started it. Yeah. Did I you st- not like it? I I didn't I didn't get into it enough to really. Uh, form it. Okay. I don't know what happened, but I think I got like uh, like a five minutes into it. Yeah. yeah okay. And I hate kid cooking. I shows. know you do. That's why I ask, I, and yeah. I recommended it to you. The yes. thing that struck me was that I don't know. I I I have a difficult time believing that these kids are really cooking these things Always. that they're cooking. That's why that's why I hate kid cooking shows, and also the fact <coughs> but they're that, really uh, cooking them. I mean, you can watch them do it. I guess. And it's like, and they, I mean, they have flops and stuff, just like the regular baking show, but, I mean, they know stuff that I don't think a nine-year-old should know. That's that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, so there's, there, you think they're, they're um, you know, coached and stuff? Whatever. I, maybe. Yeah, Could I think be. so. I think so. Well, yeah, I don't know about that one, but yeah. I know, like, you know, Some Master are, Chef Junior or whatever. Yeah, t- yeah. T- t- I mean, yeah, kid's not going to drop like a beef Wellington. They're just yeah, not. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, you ready for yeah. my left turn? Yeah, left turn, Okay, please. I was thinking about this today because... Uh, I will, I will, I'll go first if you want me to, but I'd rather you go first. Okay. I want you to admit to owning and liking an album or a record or CD or whatever that nobody, most people, if you told them that, you're like, what? You listen to that? Uh, I'm willing to admit it. I just have to think about what it is. (laughs) Yeah, you got to find it in your memory. Yeah, I mean. So it's one of those like, oh man, I don't think if I knew anybody, if anybody knew that I listened to this. They it would be so far of a departure from my normal. It ain't Boston, and it right. ain't you know what I mean, Bon Jovi or whatever. It, it's okay. Well, uh, on that note, uh-huh. I, there there. Okay, uh, I see an album I've recently kind of fallen back on, and uh, it's funny because I, I was singing along with it, and like uh, my wife was like, "How do you know all these songs? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, the lyrics so that, all these songs. Yeah. What is uh, it? It was uh, uh, R.E.S.P. Back in High Infidelity. Okay, but that that's a great album. Yeah, yeah that that's doesn't great, qualify. No, as, no, but uh, but. Uh, uh, um, uncharacteristic, let's call it that. Uncharacteristic. I think, I think for individual songs, like there's a, like I remember <coughs> uh, the Meredith Brooks song from like the '90s. You know, I'm a bitch. I freaking. Oh, I, think I don't the, know that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I think it's Meredith Brooks was the name of the artist, but I'm trying to think of other, other. Okay, artists. here's here's mine. Oh yeah, just yeah, to, yeah, Just to put you in the in the van. Yeah, 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 yeah. George Michael Faith. Okay, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I know every word to every song. Right. I just, I don't know why. I don't like anything else from, I did like Careless Whisper. I thought that was good, but I don't know why. I, somehow that album just it. hit me at the right time in my life right. and it was so musical and it was so, I don't know, it was just good. And yeah. Well, yeah. 
Well, I listened to it today. It's what made me think of it. It's interesting because because uh, how much people start to love and respect an artist after he dies. Oh yeah, that's you know, that so yeah. yeah, but uh, uh, but yeah, I, well, he I, was pretty damn popular and famous when he was alive. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did go to cult status afterwards. He so. did. Yeah, he was. But I mean, uh, uh, yeah, he was a kind of an eighties icon. Yeah, he was for sure. And, and I'm trying to think about. I don't know. You know, like, because now I don't live in a world. I, my world isn't albums anymore. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm trying to think back to the 80s when I'd buy albums. and Or uh, whatever, like when, you know, what music you listen to that you would be like, ah, nobody would ever really expect me to listen to this. Uh, Daft Punk, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I've listened right. to some Daft Punk. I, got, I You know, I, I thought the Daft Punk Tron uh, soundtrack was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was actually the, the, the Tron, whatever that remake, uh, not the remake, but the Tron. sequel. Yeah, yeah, it was really, I thought that was pretty good. There's, there's a song on there that I think it's the closing credits song that I, that honest to gosh, if it's cranked up loud enough, it'll almost bring a tear to my eyes. Well, it's ah, no so kidding. beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so that's the next question. Yeah. What song can get you to tear up? Uh, that's easy. Don't tell me "Candle in the Wind." Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, "Poncho and Lefty" by uh, uh, Will, uh, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard. No kidding. Yeah, it, it's it's a uh, if 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 my if my uh, if I'm in, in the in the right place, it will. And what gets me about it is if you listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know the whole point of the song. There's a there's song there. You know Will, Willie Nelson's got a voice anyway, right? Oh yeah, sure. And uh, <clears throat> he talks about how uh, he died on the desert and nobody heard his dying words. Ah. And I always thought that was a very powerful line. Okay. And then I guess his sidekick, you know, went off, and died. Yeah, I'm not familiar long. enough with the tune. Yeah, so it's, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's it's a it's 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 a it's a sad song, you know. And uh, the point is that you know he's a he's a bandit, a bandit, and uh, and uh, you know he's kind he of dies kind of, a lonely death. yeah dies a lonely death you know right. yeah That's so cool. yeah what about you? Ah oh, jeez man, um, I I don't know I'll get I'll get emotional over songs mostly because of the philosophy right. rather than okay here's another one okay this is an admission uh-huh. Joshua Cadison I don't know who that is you don't know who that is so. Oh. Um, this was like, uh, you remember Bridges of Madison County? Oh, you, you've talked about this before. That <laughs> book, you know, love that damn book, man. The book was great. The Dude. movie, hmm. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> sorry, Clint. <laughs> sorry, Clint. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the album is essentially that in music. Uh, I mean, okay. it's super sappy, right. you know, heartfelt, emotional stuff. And like right. you said, if the mood is right, then that uh, won't get me. Yeah. yeah. Or um, this is one that I think is is it's the um, ASPCA's theme song. Oh, the Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, but you got to listen to that song. Do you know what that song's about? Uh, that song's about a woman committing suicide alone in a hotel room. Oh my gosh, man! And people use that at their wedding. Yeah, in the oh. arms of angels. Oh, that's just so beautiful. Well, We're for one, be, for one, I've never heard it all the way through because because. And even though we don't we don't live in a world right now where I have commercials, but I yeah. remember back when Melly and I were in Seattle, right? And uh, the the Sarah McLaughlin song, uh, would come on, yeah, it'd be like a fuck that, you know? <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, it'd be yeah. like, no, nope, I'm, nope, I'm not letting it in. It's gonna get me. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so if you listen to that song, it's about a it's about a woman that's alone in a hotel. I'm assuming it's you know a life on the road is hard or whatever. But right. um, 
Yeah, and she's looking for any kind of comfort or release, and she cuts her wrists in the warm bathtub, and she's what? maybe she'll find some release or she'll find some relief in the arms of the angels. Wow, listen to it, dude! It's wow. awesome. That's That'll, that horrible, shit will tear man. you up. Yeah, dude, it will you tear bring, you up. You like to introduce me to stuff that like just basically <laughs> makes me like I'm gonna be later. I'm gonna be sitting around my wife, and she's gonna be like, "What's wrong?" I'm like nothing. I listen to Sarah McLaughlin, hanging out with Doug, and we watch movies. And people get tortured. Maybe listen to Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, anyway. Yeah, well, whatever happened to Sarah McLaughlin anyway? I'm not sure. Oh man, she was crying. Oh, I well, there was a period, and you know, Venice <laughs> is definitely a hodgepodge. Uh, there, there's this kind of. Uh, when it, when it comes to music in my life, there was there. We may have talked about this when we talked about music in the past, but you know, I go through periods where I'm very engaged with whatever's out there, and then I just live in classic rock, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get engaged. And there was a time in the the late '90s where you know I was you know listening to like Alanis Morissette and mm-hmm. the Cranberries and and a lot. Uh, uh, what's her name? The the woman that dated uh, uh, Lance Armstrong. Uh, I don't know. She was. She does like a the song Steve McQueen, and uh, did the did the soundtrack to Cars. Uh, uh, kind of minute. But uh, anyway, oh, um, tip of my tongue. Tip yeah, of my me tongue. too. I'm Tuesday Night Music Club. Yes. Um, but yeah, and, and, yeah, her. And Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin was in there. You yeah. know, and they weren't they weren't all female. But like, hey, did you ever listen to Edie Brickell? Yes. You know, she was with the New Bohemians, right? Yes. That was like a yeah, little Yeah, that was the that name they, of the band, right? Yeah, well, they put, but she made an album after that. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, fuck, here I go with this sad shit again. Okay, right. so I'm going to tell you about this song. It's called, <laughs> uh, the album is called Picture Perfect Morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't really know the name, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's the last song on the, on the album. And it's a song about a guy um, who is a, a convenience store or small shop owner. Right. And he gets killed. And um, this, this, what I find so interesting about the story, is she wrote the song from three different perspectives. One was from the robber, one was from the the clerk, and one was from the clerk's wife who in was sitting song at home. Or multiple songs in one song. Wow! And uh, the other perspective was the clerk's wife who was sitting at home waiting for him to come home. And um, <clears throat> it's yeah, it's a super cool, interesting song. But she's married to Paul Simon, so I gotta think that he had some input on that because it's that's a sophisticated you know Cheryl Crow kind of, Cheryl Crow that's the chick's name yeah yeah oh. yeah I like her a lot but uh, yeah Eat the Picture Perfect Morning check it out I will everybody else <coughs> yeah um, but anyway yeah so um, what was on I don't know your lava lamp distracted me <laughs> we're sitting here in a room with a lava lamp that's the only light we have oh. <laughs> hey you turn on the berry white <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but uh, but yeah the but yeah the the uh, you you were asking about was there any music I I listened to that I maybe care I, not that that people might think what the hell yeah I mean like I said in the, during that time frame like garbage listen to them but they were good yeah I don't think I ever listened to them yeah. I was when I was a uh, just in the Coast Guard gosh I was eighteen what? I was just in the Coast Guard oh, gotcha. like eighteen years old. Uh-huh. And I was, uh, I fell in love with Hooked on Classics. Oh my God. That's a, wow. You should yep. buried the lead. That's a, that's a, yeah. Yeah. Hooked on Classics. Well, I will say when I, when I was a kid, I had like some, you know, like, uh, like, uh, the disco version of like, uh, 
Beethoven's Fifth. But oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah so yeah. classic. No, I just, yeah, I just remember, uh, yeah, I was even cool enough to cruise around in my 77 Monte Carlo and <laughs> jam out hooked on classics down to Ball Street. <laughs> the Ball Street would be Key West for all anybody wanted. Oh, yeah. yeah so. But uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, my musical taste has changed a lot, and I I do I do the same thing as you. Like I'll I'll get fixated on some stuff, mm-hmm. but I I've learned over the years to have self control because I get burned out. Like mm-hmm. I can barely listen to Zeppelin anymore. I listen to so much Led Zeppelin. Like man, right. I would literally Zeppelin four without exaggerating. I would listen to that over and over, back to back at back, four or five times in a row. You know the weird thing about Zeppelin and me, though, I've always been <laughs> Zeppelin adjacent. Like oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've just never, never owned a Zeppelin album. No I like Zeppelin. I mean, you know, the, the, you know, they're not as good as the Police. Yeah, but, of course, uh, yeah. But, uh, but no, I've always been, I've always been like Zeppelin. Like, but I've never been like a huge Zeppelin fan. Really? Yeah. I wasn't until I got in the Coast Guard and we were stationed in Key West, my very first time, 1983, mm-hmm. and uh, my roommate was a big Zeppelin fan. Sure. And he, I don't know, I'm going to throw his name out there. Good. His name is Mark Gazvoda. That's a cool name. That's yeah. That's a cool I know, name. I know. And I, he was my buddy, man. We got along great. What I happened just, to Mark? I, I don't know. We got transferred and went our separate ways. Never heard from him again. The story of the military. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, he had a lot of he had a lot of Zeppelin records. And then um, I forgot what that car, I think it was called Cartoons. was it like a little place in um, Key West where you could buy music. Hmm. And um, so I went down there and started buying Zeppelin albums with every paycheck I got, and I still have all those records. Yeah, when you and I hung out in, in Key West too, just think about it, music. We we both got big into like STP and hmm. and uh, there was there was grunge. Grunge hmm. was grunge was the thing. It was happening. Yeah, ninety five ish, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah ninety three, exactly. ninety four, well, ninety three. Yeah, ninety three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's funny to think about you and me in Key West, man. Suddenly, like. I get just this onslaught of like funny shit that happened to us when we were in Key West, man. That was yeah, just, we, we need a podcast on that. That's uh, for sure. Well, Good Lord. Sort of, we need to have like the adult podcast and talk yeah. about some of the things that uh, happened. And nothing, like like most of it was things that like happened, again, we, they were they were close to us. We were we yeah. Were, you and I were not at the center of any no, of this stuff. No, we but, were in the peripherals. Well, okay, well, just just okay. Oh, little shit, peek, here he goes. Yeah, little peek. You can't stop him. You can't stop him. No, no. A little peek into that was that Doug and I. One of our don't say their names. No, no. Okay. But one of, one of our one of our uh, collateral assignments were we were the drug and alcohol reps. Yeah. So so if you got in trouble, like you got you, you went out in town and you got drunk and you got arrested or got in some kind of trouble, you had to come and see one of us. And what we would do is we would talk to you and talk, figure out what happened. And then the command would deal with the disciplinary side of it. But Tony being in the healthcare side, kind of, I don't know, somehow he roped me into this. I but, did rope you into it. <clears throat> but what we would do is we would kind of make a determination as to well, if, we, if you needed to go see a professional or not to see if you had any well, we kind did. of a real problem. We, we did refer, we always referred them to a, a doctor. Yeah. And the doctor would decide whether or not they were, it was like whoops, or yes. if they were abusive. Yes. Or if they had an addiction. Actual addiction. Addiction. Yeah. But so we were kind of the liaison yeah, between we, the we person were, and the clinic and the and the, the command. And the care. Whatever yes. care they got. Yes. If they needed care, we would, right. we would arrange their care. And uh, it, it was just always like, and, and this was Key West, so that we, was, that we was were busy. Wild we times. were busy. Yeah. yeah. We, wild and, times. And, uh, and some of the, uh, there, there was a, a guy that came in one time, uh, and I won't name names, obviously, uh, but... Uh, he had had his nose cut off. Yeah. 
<laughs> I remember that. And it was held on was like it, it wasn't completely cut off, but it yeah. it was it, it could you know a little bit of pressure, and that thing was coming it off, coming right? right off. And, yeah. he, and he had and he had taped it on with scotch tape. Yeah, <laughs> got some blood proof a scotch tape. Dude, you know it, that? it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, and then the, the the worst that always made I was one thing if somebody came in and they had some issue like that. But to me, like I I didn't really have much sympathy. But the uh-huh. ones that I really did feel bad for when the ones that were really trying to recover and then they would relapse and have some oh, terrible God. shit yeah. happen to them. I'm like, oh my God, this breaks my heart, man. Yeah. Really oh, I does, know. yeah. There, and, was, and, there was a couple that you got to kind of get attached to because these people open up to you, you know, like yeah. on a really real human level yeah. sometimes. I, I will tell you, and there was a, there was one that uh, that I, I, I carry a lot of guilt about. Like, yeah. like she did reach out to me. Needing help, and I and I was like something that happened where I was like pissed at her. Oh yeah, and I should have just been a bigger man, but yeah. I was young and stupid. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of shit you don't know. But yeah. I will tell you this, man that that experience of being a sea dog, going to sea dog class, in, yeah, in was it uh, Virginia? Yeah, 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 Norfolk. I am not exaggerating in any way. That changed my life. It literally changed my life. I had an experience at one of the commencements that. It changed my view of human beings and and put me on the path I think that I'm on today because I still remember it so vividly and most of that shit I don't remember at all. But there was a, um, I want to say he was a lieutenant. He might have been a lieutenant commander and he was um, going through commencement. And commencement was basically graduation from an inpatient program. How long was that anyway? Like four, six, four six weeks, weeks? Six weeks, yeah. Six weeks, eight weeks. So it, was, like it was intensive stuff and these yeah. people would detox and they would have to go through therapy and all this stuff. 12 step the whole night yeah the whole thing yeah and when but when you come out they called it commencement right so and part of our class was we had to sit um through a commencement you had to go to aa meetings you had to go to al-anon meetings and all you know just so you can experience yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. so anyway i'm sitting in this commencement and a couple of people come up and they typically it's kind of like a little mini graduation they give speeches hey thanks to you guys for all my help my life's on track you know that kind of thing and this guy gets up there in his navy uniform and he was a pilot he was a fighter pilot he's like a lieutenant lieutenant commander and um he started to he started to thank the people around him that helped him and all of that was kind of normal and then he started to thank the navy for giving him a second chance and not giving him the boot because whatever trouble i don't even know what trouble he got into right but this guy broke down like he legitimately broke down and i remember having this weird uh, I don't know, vision of him in my mind that Mm -hmm. here stands before me the most honest, raw human being that I've ever seen in my life, ever. Mm -hmm. He, all the barriers were down and this guy was just, and he was snot running down his nose and people were trying to help him and he was pushing him off. He wanted to get through this thing on his own and he, he gave this speech saying, you know, thank you to the Navy for, for allowing me the second chance and giving me uh, you know, hope for my future and my family's future and all this other stuff. And from, I'm not exaggerating from that point forward, I could clearly see the, the masks that people wear on a regular basis, me included, you know, everybody. Sure. Um, and then I just like, that's the standard. If you want to be honest with me, that's the standard. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And, and it's like, so I, I've held, I've held honesty as a, a, a stalwart of life from that point forward in a way that I had never done before. Mm. Like, don't bullshit me, yeah. But from that point forth, it's like, nope, now I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And and so 
yeah, that, that really did, man. It really, really affected me in a positive way. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's that was cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, and out of all the, we, we have lots of sto- crazy stories about people that did dumb shit. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. There may be uh, driving scooters into stop signs and, yeah. you know, getting knifed in the back and calling us at three in the morning and whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, I think, well <coughs> the funny ones are because they're, they're some that are kind of funny, yeah. you know. But, uh, uh, and, and I think that's a great story. It, it actually makes me think about there's a, it's not about being dishonest or, or putting on masks, but, there's a I need to find this. You'd you'd like this. There's this interesting like theory or philosophy about how we like lie to each other, you mm-hmm. know? How people lie to each other. Not intentionally like, you know, not, right. not like pathological lying about it, but how and 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 and, and, I, and I need to find it. Maybe I should not talk about it because I, talking about it now I'm doing exactly what the theory is about. Yeah. Okay. But what it comes what it comes down to is that, you know, people will feign uh, knowledge of something, you know, they might have a have a very basic knowledge, like about like the way a light bulb works, as an example, or something sure. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'll say, well, yeah, you know, you know, there's glass, and inside there, there's like you know, uh, fairy hair. You know, there's a hair from the the the, the mane of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. And and you know, if I say it, and, and and I'll say something to you, like, uh, you know that, right? And and you don't want to look like an idiot, and you're so you'll say like, oh yeah, 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 hair, unicorn uh-huh. hair, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, so I will bullshit, and you will you will become part of like my bullshit, right? right? And both of us will sit here and and kind of bullshit each other, but but with kind of this belief that that uh, that I know what I'm talking about, and you think <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, and right. I think you know. So in other words, there's this this, this like. There's like this kind of the bubble grows. Yeah, yeah, but there's kind of this <clears throat> bullshit, this this circular bullshit thing going on, uh, where neither individual kind of realizes they're bullshitting or or uh, are willing to admit they are bullshitting mm-hmm. and and they're bullshit. You know, and I, I need to look it up, but it's interesting because like once you kind of you know about it mm-hmm. and you watch people talking, you're just kind of like, and, and what it really comes down to is is when when somebody asks me, do you know what I'm talking about? You know, th- there is this kind of urge to say, uh huh, uh huh, even though I don't. You know what I mean? So yes. I really try to be, you know what I'm talking well, about? So I think you're yeah. one of the people that I know. It's probably why you and I get along so well. So you're one of the people that I know in my life that's willing to go, yeah, I have no clue what the hell no you're clue. talking about. I have no clue. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I do the same thing. Like, yes. I will be 100% honest uh, with you. I, I have like, no idea. Yeah, nope. Well, and, and that's where that, a lot of that comes from is yeah. the fact that, that there is, there isn't, well, for one, also saying, uh huh. Moves it along, yes, too. You know yes. what I mean? Well, so, okay, so let's be clear. Sometimes we definitely will do that. Right. Because I don't give a shit enough about the conversation. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, I know okay this, yeah, great, yeah. I, it's funny because uh, I know this guy will, and we, we need to wrap this up. We've been okay. talking for, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like a time. Edit, uh, so, edit. <laughs> so, uh, so there was a, uh, a uh, there's going to be no recommendations after this podcast. We yes. need to close this thing out. We recommend but, you but turn there, this podcast <laughs> off. There was this freaking dude. There was this cat here the other day. We decided to do something with our gutters. And, uh, uh, you know, and and uh, and we did. We we got like gutter shields because I don't want to clean my gutters. Right. And uh, the guy that came to uh, to you know you know measure the house and like that, I just wanted to measure the house and give me a give me a damn estimate, right? Right. But but this guy like lived 
gutter protectors, right? Wow. And and so he's in here and he's like telling me about how they're going to work, and I'm, I'm like, I don't care, right? You know, and uh, and of course, M- Melanie, my wife, God love her, you know, she oh, definitely she's the most agreeable person. Oh, I've and ever she met, loves dude. it. She yeah. she wants people. She wants people to be happy. Mm-hmm. And but I but sometimes you know I've got this like look. I'm just like no, <laughs> you know, don't, don't don't please don't get her started. Don't please don't ask this guy any questions. Yeah. But I was the guy that like said uh, I forget what I asked him. But it was something along the lines of like, uh, you know, I just wanted, you know, I just want him to feel at home, right? And I said right. something like, uh, "Oh, so is this, uh, is this, you know, stuffy printer? Is this like silicone based?" And that asshole, like, I swear, to God. So go off on a five-hour tangent. Dude, I was like, he talked about like where that stuff was made and what uh, was yeah, in yeah. it, and and it was all very much like, well, let me tell you, the and. and and I was like, so, and, and, and you know, I'm not going to engage. But mm-hmm. it went on for a while. Mm-hmm. And then when he got done, I was like, uh, yeah, we're not talking anymore until I sign that thing. You're out of here. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I, in my current job right now, I get yeah. a lot of people trying to, to, to um, get me to advertise with sure. them. And I've gotten really good about being able to close that conversation. Um, yeah. You know, when that starts, I, uh, I've gotten pretty good at it um, I, without being rude, you know. Right, and I tell you, working in the medical field, that's something you, you learn. Have to do, yeah, yeah. You learn how to like, uh, like, okay, we shut need, it down. We need to direct this conversation because yes. people, you know, not everybody, but there's yeah. definitely. I remember, I remember yeah. the first time somebody came in, and like I was in a room for like forty five minutes, and I was just like, "What the hell just happened?" Okay, there went my schedule. Yeah. So what? The, yeah. So, yeah. The, but uh, do is that, that all you feel though at your current job? Like, do you feel a lot of that where people are just trying to, and no. they're very, and they're very passionate, right? Um, no. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I did the mostly just salespeople, you know, knocking on the next door kind of stuff. That stuff okay. still does exist. But, um, yeah, and no, I just, I can suss out pretty quick because I talk to so many of them. You know, a lot of them either asking for donations um, or they're asking for um, money for advertising. You know, hey, p- place an ad in my newspaper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gotten pretty good about going like, yeah, nope, sorry. Yeah, um, got all we need. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, anyway, all right. We well, there's, there's, I didn't yeah, know. Sorry, I did not think we we're going to go that long. How long did that go so far? Sixty minutes. Oh, okay, that's not. That's not bad, yeah. but still, yeah. But yeah. You, we're just you, warming up. Do you want to recommend, or do you want to just move on? Do you have a recommendation? I have uh, one, but I can wait till the next podcast. Um, yeah, let's wait because I, I'm you caught me off guard. Yeah, got no, it. No idea. All right. Well, if you look, got all the way through this one, good for you. <laughs> Congratulations. That is impressive. For rambling. Uh, I, well, I, I won't know how it sounds until I go back and listen to it. You uh, know, and then, yeah. then uh, there, there's been a few that I've listened to and I've been like, whoa. Surprise you. Yeah. The, like, like honestly, the bad guy one was great. Yeah, was it good? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I think, uh, but this one, I don't know. I yeah, think it's, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We rambled a little. Sorry. Either, either way, it'll, it'll definitely fill a spot on our, we'll, our podcast. Yeah, well, we'll do this again, but maybe with a little bit more structure next time. Yeah. Quasi yes. hodgepodge. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, everybody, uh, again, thank you for listening, and uh, and I hope you have a great night or a great day, whatever, whenever you listen to this. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. Doug and I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to spend some time with us. Knowing that you gave us a listen and supported our show really means a lot to us. I posted our podcast website in the description. If you get a chance, maybe head on over there and see if you'd like to download one of our previous programs. We talk about all sorts of stuff. There might be something we post in the past that you'll find interesting. And while you're there, please consider subscribing. That way you'll get notification of our future casts. Or if you prefer, you can search us out on just about any podcast platform there is. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and there's a few more. 
If you have a podcast app, we're probably on there. I almost forgot we're on YouTube now. That link is also in the description. We haven't gotten around to producing videos yet, but all of our recordings are on there. It would be super awesome if you'd consider following us on there too. Finally, for any cast you have enjoyed, please leave us a review and a comment. Five stars if you don't mind. Once you're done singing our praises, please share our show with your friends and family. With your help, we'll keep growing our Analog Spectrum community. That's all I have for now. Please feel free to contact us at analogspectrum at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you just want to say hello. As always, thanks for joining us on this ride, and we look forward to hanging out with you again sometime very soon. Bye.